Today, we are going to be doing a reprise of one of my top listened to episodes for the Secondary Teacher Podcast. And yes, I had to look up how to say reprise. I totally would have said reprise. But the idea is that I'm going to be making a few tweaks and repeating some of the information, but making it more applicable to starting school. What we're going to be talking about today are the four mistakes that multiple prep teachers make when preparing for a new school year. Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce overwhelm so that you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. In case you missed the ever popular part one of this episode, which is actually episode 120 that originally aired in January of 2023, make sure that you go and listen to that as well. It is talking about the four mistakes that multiple prep teachers make when they're planning. But today we are specifically going to be looking at some other mistakes that are more apparent when the school year is a about to begin. The first one is getting distracted by all the fluff. And quite honestly, I think this is a difficult mistake or something that happens to most teachers, especially if you are online and you're looking over the summer, you're seeing all these beautiful things on Pinterest and Instagram. And a lot of it is decor. Looking for bulletin boards. What's the best bulletin board to showcase your career pathway? I've already seen that question come up this week in a Facebook group. And it can really distract you from getting things done during the school day. Because if you are spending all of your time when you finally do go back to the school in decorating your room, then you're going to not really be ready for when the kiddos come, which is the most important thing. Your room can be decorated. You can love your room. I am not against decorating your room, but that doesn't necessarily need to be your top priority. And it is one of the mistakes that people make because they make it a priority when in reality, they need to be focused on what are you going to teach for those first few days of school, what's your first unit and getting all of everything figured out. The next big mistake is not having a plan for your planning time. Too often we are exhausted And by the time your prep period comes, you just sit down and just want to take a nap. And I know a lot of times I wasted my prep time when I was first starting teaching. I would always go to the office, not realizing that when I went to the office, that's where my mailbox was, that I would chat it up with all the secretaries and then anyone else who I saw on the way down there, I would kind of peek in a bunch of different places and my entire prep period had disappeared. While it was good for my social skills and just being around adults, it made it so I had to stay after school or pack up my milk crate and bring it home and get things done 
at home because I was too distracted during my prep period. Having a plan on how you are going to use your prep period is crucial. That is a big mistake that we make is that we don't have a plan. We have no idea what we're doing from day to day. And when that prep period comes, we want to do things. And so typically we will do whatever is easiest, not necessarily what is going to make the biggest difference. We will spend time doing things that other people could do for us, copies, or just random things that waste time like email and email is important, but spending your entire prep period answering your emails is not the best way to utilize that to get things done for your multiple preps. The third mistake that I see often is that when you finally do figure out your planning and you finally sit down to plan is that you plan each class or subject separately without any regard to what is happening in those other classes. And while it doesn't really make sense, you don't automatically think about, well, what is going on in these other classes? Because you're thinking maybe from the student perspective, It will make a huge difference when you can stagger things, when you can reutilize different parts and protocols and activities from one class to another so that it makes your planning a lot easier. And then also making it so that you are starting and ending your assignments and your assessments and your units at different times so that they're staggered so that it's not one big huge deadline for you to have everything ready for a unit for all of your classes. You're just being really mindful and critical about how you are planning each of those classes and just really making sure that really it's serving you and your students. The third mistake, I started touching on this a little bit, but I'm going to dive more into this for the fourth mistake that I see a lot is that you're not intentional about those activities that you're using in your classes that they can be reused and recycled. A lot of time is spent preparing and prepping for each of your classes. And when you create some sort of activity or lab or something or protocol, anything for one class that you spent hours on that cannot be transferred to any of your other subjects is a waste of time. And I know that is a hard pill to swallow because you want to be creative in everything that you do, but to be strategic, to be able to leave the school at your contract of time and not have to worry about it, you're going to have to not worry about being super creative and changing everything up, but being strategic in using certain engaging lesson plans or protocols or just activity structures so that you can think smarter and not work harder. I do want to leave you with an example of this last mistake or a remedy for it. Just a simple one that can get your brain moving to what this could look like. And I'm going to talk about a simple graphic organizer called the KWL chart. 
And if you haven't heard of it before, it's KWL, what do I know? What do I want to know? And then what did I learn? And it's having students keep track of those thoughts as they are going through your lesson. It's just a way to take notes, but it is a simple structured protocol that you can use for any of your classes and you can rinse and repeat it over and over and over again, no matter what you are teaching. If you are teaching sewing and then you are also teaching a culinary class, you can still use that protocol in each one of your classes and make it so that it's engaging and that students are learning. And that's a simple example. We can get into more complex things, but you could just get your brain moving in the right direction as you start to look for various activities that you could be using to help engage your students in your teaching without having to reinvent the wheel for every single prep that you have. Let's recap the four mistakes so that you can make sure that you don't make them this year when you are preparing for the school year. The first is getting distracted by all the fluff. The second is not having a plan for your planning time. The third is planning each class separately. And the fourth is not being strategic in choosing your protocols and activities for each one of your classes. If this episode was helpful to you, it could be for others. To help spread the word about this podcast, take a screenshot of this episode and add it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.